What if you knew your animal better than anyone else, including your vet? What if you knew where to go for information covering a variety of different topics that allow you to choose the care you would like for the furry member of the family? What if this information can be found with even more ease than ever before? Get ready to listen, share, and question what animal care used to be and where it can go. Now, here's the host of Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show, certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper. Welcome, welcome to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show. With me, Dr. Andy, as your host. I am an access conscious facilitator, energetic magic with animals practitioner, a certified animal chiropractor, and animal wizard. And I'm here today to empower you to know what you know about your animal. So today's topic, well, the title is Who Rescued Who? And as I was creating the show yesterday or looking at it, what's the target? Um, of course, what would the dogs like the world to know? What would cats like? The, you know, what would the animals like the world to know? Um, and what kind of came up was a target for the show of, you know, creating space for the animal's choice. Um, and I have a few questions that I listed, and I don't know if we're going to go into it or not, or what's going to come out of my mouth and. And maybe it's it, it is what the and this is mainly a dog show. Most of my shows are, but what the dogs would really like the people to take a look at and and see what could change around the topics of do you adopt or do you buy a dog? Do you always have to get a purebred for whatever your reasons, or do you always adopt because that's quote unquote the right thing to do? Um, is it true we even have an animal overpopulation in the U.S.? Um, what is the ASPCA and the Humane Societies doing about this issue? What what does PETA and NAIA fit into all of it? Um, how are the local animal shelters and rescues? Con- and what if, or do they, animals have choice in all of this? Um, and if you're feeling a bit conflicted, <laughs> which this is a huge, it's a huge topic. Um, actually, in my day-to-day job as an animal chiropractor, um, it's addressed differently from many people almost on a daily basis. Um, and if you're looking for some space in a very different point of view, why don't you join me um, throughout this hour um, and in- ask your questions, um, make your comments, share your animal stories, and join me on this radio show. And you can reach me in a variety of ways. You can call them in at 815-880-8255 in the U.S., 613-800-8736 in Canada, and in the U.K., 033-001-0625. Always Skype them in at a2zen.fm. And the easiest way, and what most people tend to choose, is to chat them in. All you need to do is go to www.a2zen.fm. Um, along the top red line, choose chat, follow directions, and join me. So before we get started, especially with all the questions I already threw out there, let's lower all of our barriers. You're actually going to push them all the way down. Um, you may actually have to, you may actually notice them today, and you might need to um, consciously push them all the way down. And then we're going to expand out as big as the room as you're in, expand out as big as the state you're in, get the country, as big as the world. Ah, notice the bodies all take a breath. Now let's ask all of our animals to join us. And what would the animals like the world to know? Um, this, I, I actually kind of was wondering what I should call this show and what direction I wanted to maybe go with and present what I kind of know and what the animals kind of know about all of this, and I was talking to some clients, and I wasn't on the air last Monday, so um, thank you for um, putting up with a replay, Uh, but the weekend before that, I was at what we just call the Big Denver Show. Um, I'm in Denver, Colorado, and there's a big show um, that has confirmation, agility, obedience, rally, barn hunt, all of um, these sports that people do with their dogs, and they're up went a very big billboard um, put up by PETA on how the AKC, which is the American Kennel Club, which sponsors a lot of the confirmation, which is bugs running around in the ring. Um, Westminster was also that same weekend. So if you caught any of that on um, television, 
that's what I'm talking about when I say confirmation. Um, and they had a big billboard to the effect of how you should always adopt and not buy a puppy. And AKC is, quote-unquote, killing these other dogs that up for adoption. Now, is that really true? Everything that is, times a godzillion, can we uncreate and destroy it all, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy shorts, and beyonds. And I was at the show talking to a client about the show topic, and she actually um, has bred and shows whippets. And my question to her was, what if the animals have choice? And she looked at me, and she's like, what if? Um, and everywhere you've never even thought of, dawned on you, could imagine that a dog would choose the body they choose, choose the people they live with, choose the situations they put themselves in, whatever the reasons. Can we uncreate and destroy all that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pot, all nine, bull shorts, and beyonds. What if dogs choose different bodies each time they come back to embodiment for different reasons? What if they choose to be a mutt, a maid, American dog, another term for that, one one time thought that was really cool and then decided, chose, I'm going to be, you know, a papered Newfoundland that runs around the ring and shows off. Everything that doesn't allow you to maybe take a look at that, can we uncreate and destroy it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, online, boy shorts, and beyonds. So that was kind of eye-opening for her, that maybe these animals actually do have choice. And how much do us people get into the way, get in the way of their choices? We decide that um, planned breedings and having a purebred from this line um, is, is, and running around the ring so we have titles so we can is wrong. And I'm going to step out on a limb and for PETA, they, they classify that as abusive. Truth is if. Or, at, or is it just choice? So again, how much do us people get in the way of what animals choose or what it could look like for them? Have you made so vital about always adopting, always mixed breed, or adopting a pure breed, or buying a pure breed, having it registered, or being so completely right about that decision for every animal you are choosing that it never allows the space to choose you. Everything that is. Times a godzillion can you create and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyonds. Right before I went on the air, one of my producers is, um, I'm, she was really interested in what I was going to talk about. And, because uh, she just adopted a dog. And I'm like, well, all of mine have actually adopted me. As much as I have quote-unquote, put my criteria out in the world, you know, would I like this type of dog, would I like that type of dog, I, you know, I even had the point of view at one time, I will never have little dogs, little dogs are annoying, <laughs> times a godzillion can you create and destroy it all, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds, I now have three, and when my little three-legged Jack Russell mix picked me, his contribution to my business was enormous because I had this point of view that little dogs were annoying. So how much could I not receive from little dogs and little dogs' families? And I'm going to tell you the story on how he chose me because they're all quite the master manipulators. I actually went for a massage from a gal who fostered for the Aurora Animal Shelter. And she had him, he was about eight, nine weeks old, and he actually still had scars where they had to amputate his um, front left leg because it was severely fractured. Um, what 
I could say I don't know how, but um, he has told me since then that it's um, he was up hanging out with a young boy, and he decided to jump down, and the little kid didn't catch him, and he hit the ground and broke his leg. And then they dropped him off at the shelter, and they couldn't get it to set, so they um, amputated the limb. So I went for massage. I'm like, oh, cute little puppy. How cute is that puppy? What's cuter than a puppy than a three-legged puppy? Um, went for my massage came out. So now I have endorphins running, my muscles feel good, my body is all great. And um, the gal goes, and I pick up the puppy, because who doesn't pick up the puppy? And I'm petting him, and she's like, well, why don't you take him for the weekend? He's getting a little rambunctious. He's feeling a lot better since his surgery. I'm like, okay, sure, I'll take him. (laughs) And walked out the... (laughs) That was the entire thought process on bringing a puppy home. It worked brilliantly for me because I I really didn't have a thought in my head about how this was going to work or not work or will it work or any of that. But was I also out there looking for a puppy? No. And it's a Jack Russell Chihuahua mix. If you want our categorizing breeds, those are not easy breeds. Um, I bring them home. We already had two little min pins that... Um, my uh, then boyfriend, now husband, had, and the and the standard poodle I always talk about. I put him on the floor. He looked up at the poodle. The poodle looked down at him. Boom, done. The poodle also didn't like little dogs until he came to live with us. But they knew each other from other times in different bodies, and they were so excited about seeing each other. So... Th- and he's been with me ever since he's seven years old, and he, you know, potty trained in an instant, never did. I mean, like, he chose me, like, and showed me so much with that, that, you know, what have you made so vital about always adopting a mixed breed, always adopting a purebred, always having a purebred, having it registered, only getting mutts, being so completely right about whatever decision for every animal you are choosing that never allows you the space for the animal to choose you. You uncreate and destroy all that, times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. So what if it's not being right about what you choose? What if it's allowing that space for the animal to choose you? And everywhere that doesn't exist with total ease in your universe, can we uncreate and destroy it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. And everywhere we're... Dog, that dogs and or animals of cats or horses, the farm animals, the animals that, let's say, choose to go to slaughter for us, and they have choice for all of those situations that you have never been willing to look at. Don't create and destroy all that times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. Wow. Okay. I'm not, I, like I said, I'm going to follow the energy and see what the animals would like the world to know. Um, let's take a quick break and we're going to come on back and I'm going to talk more. Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. What would it look like to choose what your pet requires, which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life. Listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on atizen.fm. This is Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper, or more well-known as the Energy Wizard. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at adazen.fm. You can also ask a question by sending an email to drandy at harpersridge.com. 
Hello, hello. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me today on Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show. Um, title of the show is Who Rescued Who? Um, the target um, was when I asked the show and the animals what we would like to create today was creating space around animal, the animal's choice and that animals have choice. And if you were with us before the break, I was talking about my uh, one of my dogs. He's a three-legged Jack Russell named Gizmo. And as we were on break, he's, he's laying here right at my feet. And he's like, it's about flipping time you talk about me. Because I always talk about that damn poodle. Um, and they are best buds. But it was really funny because he he's actually not a big talker. He pretty much is just kind of the go-along cuddle guy. And so that was really cute to hear from him. It's like, oh, you told my story finally. Um, again, um, I invite you to join me with your questions and your animals. Um, you know, would, is there something else you'd like to talk about on on this topic that I don't even know what it is at the moment? Um, you have a question, you, you have a comment, um, Head to www.a2zen.fm, click on the chat room along the top of the homepage. You can also email me directly at drandy at harpersridge.com at a later time and date. would love to hear from you. Um, as I mentioned, with Gizmo, he came from the Aurora Animal Shelter. And when I was starting my career as an animal chiropractor, I called around to all the shelters and wanted to know who would like me to come and volunteer. I'm like, well... How many um, are going to turn me down? I'm offering free care. Now, granted, chiropractor was and still is a little bit of the redhead stepchild of the veterinary world. Um, So one of the big organizations here turned me down. One never got back to me. But the Aurora Animal Shelter and their veterinarian welcomed me in with open arms. And I spent the six years pretty much on a weekly basis Um, going into the shelter system, and they first would hand me the well-nice dogs, make sure I didn't break any of them, Um, I guess. I don't know. I never asked them. Um, And then as I I kept showing up, and I kept showing up, and kept showing up, and then they would hand me some of the dogs that um, weren't so nice. Um, Maybe it was pain-related, and they couldn't determine that, so they started to use the chiropractic to determine pain and to determine... Um, if they were adoptable or not. Um, And times I'd get my hands on them and, no, this is not pain. This is a behavior issue that may or may not be corrected. And they may or may not have been adopted. They may have been put down. Um, And everywhere where no animal should ever be put down, in your point of view for behavior, or anything? Can we uncreate and destroy at all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyonds. And then they would have animals that were hit by car, that were injured, that they could see were limping. And then they started, they would then started, uh, go look at this dog, look at this dog. Um, and I looked at kitty cats, and I had so much fun. And after six years, I always make this comment, and maybe I need to pod pocket myself or or ask some more questions around it. Is I thought it would I thought it would get easier after so many years. It actually got harder and harder to walk through those doors and to see what I coined pretty much whatever every animal suffered from, which was stupid owner syndrome. They, that was essentially. Every animal that ended up there was SOS, stupid owner syndrome. And now, finding access so many years later, it actually kind of still reads, as in stupidity meaning unawareness. Um, People were just maybe, not maybe, but they were unaware of whether choice they may have had with their animals. A lot of people get puppies thinking they know how to sit, lie down, and potty outside. For what reason would you assume that animal would know those things? I couldn't say. But everything that is, times are Godzilla, can we uncreate and destroy it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, by shorts, ambience. Or they didn't pick it up in a week's time that they had decided it should take this puppy to learn this. Because the last two dogs figured it out in four days. And all the comparisons and all the judgments and all the decisions and all the computations and all the conclusions 
uh, people make around new puppies or new adoptions all of that times a godzillion. Can we uncreate and destroy it all? All right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and bees. So there's a lot of judgment out there about when you have an animal, it's for lifetime. That's it. Where's the question in that? And for what reason do we have to conclude that in every situation? Everywhere where it has to be for life, when you choose that, can we uncreate and destroy at all times? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. What if the animal only wanted to stay with you nine months and wanted and was looking for that next home? And what if you were just the passer-thrower and you were just a step on their journey? Everywhere, Everything that just brought up or let down, can we uncreate and destroy it all? Times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. So all the decisions, conclusions, computations, judgments, separation, limitations, and answers that you go to where you kill the future possibilities of you and your animal, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Lines a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy shorts, and beyonds. I was in, in working in the Aurora Animal Shelter, and I brought home one dog, I think, in six years. Actually, I had a puppy for a few days, a Labrador puppy, literally three days, and then she or he, I don't even remember what it was, um, went on to its um, home, and he had already had been adopted. And then I brought home a Newfie Aussie mix named Gus. I thought I would like another dog. I never asked the question, and I never even asked the poodle, because I had the poodle at the time, if he would like another dog. And he's always... He's a good guy. He's always kind of whatever you want, Mama. Um, he doesn't really have a lot of hardcore objections, unlike you know other dogs do, other cats do. Um, and he lived with me, I don't know, eight or nine months. I was in a condo at the time, and two large dogs really wasn't really working out for me. And I went over to a friend's house, and his at his his mom's house actually and he walked in the door and she looked at him and goes he's gorgeous he can come over anytime and he looked at her and I to this day I call it kismet it was like those two have been looking for each other for I don't even know how many lifetimes and about the third visit he stayed I I'm not sure if he's still alive I'm not with her but he stayed with her and he was so happy. He was the only dog. She doted on him. Worked out beautifully. He could still see his poodle friend when we would come. I was, you know, but I adopted him for lifetime. For my lifetime. His lifetime. That should have been it. Should never have looked outside that box. But how much joy did he bring to her and how much happier was he with her? That if I didn't go, hey, cool, and looked at it from a different point of view... That it, he may have started causing a lot of issues in my household. So all of that, times a godzillion can create and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. So this is about creating space. This is about looking at things from a different point of view. It's, it's not this, it's, the whole topic is so right or wrong, this or that. Uh, and it's all about the poor animals. And what if we could get rid of the poor animal syndrome out there. Everything that is times a godzillion can create and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyonds. I rarely look at animals as being, oh, poor little baby. Um, generally, they are manipulating the situation. Whatever they are creating is working for them on some level, um, or it's going to get them to where they would actually like to go. And so there's very little, all poor baby little dog, little kitty. It's, okay, cool, what's going on here? Cool, what else is going to work for you? And there's always that place of going to question, creating space around what the animal is choosing. In this kingdom of we, with their families, with, you know, what all is going on. So all the decisions, conclusions, reputations, judgments, separations, limitations, and answers that you go to where you kill the future possibilities for you and your animals, will you destroy and uncreate it all? 
right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. So your animal shelter was um, not a no-kill shelter. Um, they're actually one of the gold standards, if I can remember some of these details, that a lot of other shelter systems were designed around. Um, after being there for years, still very good friends with the director, they, I, I quote it as they do their damnedest to find homes for animals. Does it always work out? No. Um, do they work with all the purebred rescues out there? Because not only do we have regular, quote-unquote, shelters, um, either privately or governmentally run, then you have um, all the rescues that are either for your mixed breeds or you have, you know, the Australian Shepherd Rescue, you have your Poodle Rescue, you have all your purebred rescues. And so they usually will come in, take out the purebreds, and then they'll circulate them through their, through their peeps. Um, and so they would get those out as they could. And then the, and then there was no set date as to, um, when these animals had to be adopted by. I knew dogs that spent months there, close to a year there, because they were nice dogs and they would do the best to find them a home. They would, you know, dress up the black dogs. They would move them around to different kennels. They would show them off on their website, all of that stuff. They did their best. Now, there are still high-kill shelters. You have so many days, and you're put down no matter the the reason. Um, and everything that is, times a godzillion, can we uncreate and destroy it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boards and beyonds. And everywhere where, even in my head, we went to the wrongness, how could they? Should they? Why would they? We uncreate and destroy it all. Times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. And what if animals chose to be in that shelter knowing that they were done with their bodies? As everyone's universes just went, blah, can we agree and destroy all that times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds? For what reason do we treat these creatures with no con- that, and thinking they have consciousness and no idea what they're doing or why they're doing things? Those are my questions daily. I ask these to myself, to my animals, to my clients, to to their people, all the time. For what reason would you assume, would you think, and if you're thinking, you're stinking, they are not aware of what's going on? They have choice in every situation. Now, can they be picked up and overruled and acknowledged for this? Absolutely. How often does that occur? Every 10 seconds. All of that, times a godzillion, can we create and destroy it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. So what if next time you go to judge someone or something about the right way animals should be taken care of or helped or contributed to if you just take a stop take take 10 seconds stop and ask a question what if the entire shelter system the entire animal overpopulation all of that could change with a simple question I'll be on that note and we'll come on back and we'll see what else falls out of my mouth thank you so much <laughs> Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. What would it look like to choose what your pet requires, which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life. Listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on atizen.fm. This is Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, or more well-known as the Energy Wizard. 
To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at adazen.fm. You can also ask a question by sending an email to drandy at harpersridge.com. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show. We are talking about who rescued who and creating space around the animals around the animals' choice. Um, along with hanging out with you every Monday on A2Zen.fm, I do have an animal practice in Denver, Colorado, where I offer animal chiropractic care, laser therapy, and energetic magic with animal sessions. These sessions are a unique way of transforming limitations into possibilities and healing for you and your animals. Each session includes the use of tools and processing access consciousness to create a different possibility with your animal's body, with their person, in their home, and being. Um, you can get in on the action from anywhere in the world with a phone session or if you happen to be in Colorado, a hands-on session that includes energetic and verbal processing. Um, those appointments can be made um, by calling 303-518-3688. I do have a telecall coming up. It's going to start in April 6th. I think it runs to the into the beginning of May. It's called Beyond Animal Communication, The Beginning. It's a five-call series. Um, each, each are 90-minute calls. Um, I'm going to be with a fellow um, facilitator of consciousness, Callie Lear. Um, and we're looking at uh, the target for the call would be kind of a teaching you or facilitating you to animal communication. Um, again, back to empowering you to know what you know about your animal and maybe, uh, not maybe, but what's it going to take to um, broaden what that communication is and what it could look like? Um, hence the beyond. Um, I was introduced to Access many years ago when I thought animal communication looked like the dogs gave you pictures and then you knew what to tell the owners. Um, that definition has been blown out of the water so many times over that um, I really don't even get pictures. Um, I'll get sentences or I just know stuff. And so it can look so many different ways. And so I really um, would like a target of that call to give a broader picture of what animal communication is and how it can be relevant to everyone's lives on a daily basis, if you have animals or not. Um, and and so, you know, just a small little target on that. And then I hosting Susie Godsey, the worldwide coordinator for Talk to the Animals with Access Consciousness, and she's coming here in July. Um, she'll be at Training with Grace in Lakewood, Colorado, and the class will call Beyond Training. And so you, what if you require training on occasion? What if you require more tools? What if you you do need to know kind of the dynamics of the pack, and then what if you asked hell of a lot more questions around all that and made all of that transition or all of that go with so much more ease. So that's a huge target for that class. Um, all of these events are on my Facebook page, so facebook.com backslash Harper's Ridge. You can go check it out. So I was talking about being in the world of a shelter that um, – does its best to be kind with the animals and and to allow them a, a, a choice or a chance to be adopted. Um, and then I did have an opportunity to work at a shelter that was, quote-unquote, a no-kill shelter. And there, I still have so many views about that. I actually have probably more points of view around that than I do about the shelter that um, euthanized. And, all of that. I'm just going to podpock myself right now. So all of all those views that um, supposedly no kill is better, but the the craziness that ensued around that, and all the conflictual units can we uncreate and destroy at all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, podpock, all nine, boy shorts, and beyond. Because it ended up resulting in animals in in cages for five, six, seven years. How kind was that to that animal? And 
how much of that dog being in that cage not allowed a hundred other dogs to utilize it to find homes? Everything that brought up in the Godzillion can you create and destroy it all. All right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. And did anyone ever ask that dog, hey, would you like to find a home or would you like to get a new body? Because we, we can facilitate either one of those for you. It's <sighs> so funny when everyone's world goes, oh my, can you ask a dog that? Well, why not? For what reason can you not ask? and get an energetic response of something. Everything that is times a gazillion can create and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyonds. And who can you tell if you go and ask this dog, would you like would you like me to facilitate a new home or would you like me to facilitate a new body? And the dog goes, I would like a new body now. Thank you, I'm done with this one. And now you need a reason to euthanize a dog funny how we get ourselves trapped and who do you tell about that and and what does that look like and could you really do that everything that is times a godzillion can create and destroy it all right wrong good bad pod pock all nine boys shorts and beyonds what if not every animal chooses to be saved and it is our interesting point of view that they all should be saved everything that was brought up or let down times a gazillion can you create and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy shorts, and beyonds. And this is just about space and that animals have choice here. <laughs> that That's... I'm just tweaking your universe a little bit to get a different look at things and the rightness of your point of view. What if we can create and destroy that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. And what if every situation is different? And what if you could ask questions around every situation and help facilitate that animal to what they would like and how they would like their life and living to look like and who they would like their life and living to be with? What if those that worked in rescue organizations, those that fostered animals in their homes, those that worked at shelters, ask the animals, cool, would you like a new home? They're like, yeah, that'd be awesome, okay. So what if you energetically pulled those people in that would like to have you in their home? What if we acknowledged the animals of the true gift they be and allow them to contribute to where they would like to go? Everywhere where that just is just not in this reality, which it, in this 10 seconds, it's not. Can we uncreate and destroy at all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy shorts, and beyonds. So what have you made so vital about excluding and judging that if you did not exclude or judge, would create the future the animals are asking for? Everything that is times a godzillion would destroy and uncreate at all. Right and wrong, good and bad. Unpack all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. What have you made so vital about excluding and judging that if you did not exclude or judge would create the future the animals are asking for? Everything that is times a godzillion we didn't create it all. Right and wrong, good and bad. Pod and pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. So I started, I think I remember where I started this call um, about... PETA and AKC and ASPCA and Humane Societies and Rescues and all of their right and righteous points of views about how they are doing whatever they're doing the right way. I'm going to create and destroy it all, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. And wherever you aligned and agreed or resisted and reacted to any and all of those those organizations... Can we uncreate and destroy all that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyonds. So how much do all of these organizations splinter the energy instead of contributing to each other and contributing to animals and allowing the animals to contribute back? All that just got up. Can we uncreate and destroy it all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyonds. 
what if those dogs running around the ring on Westminster on TV picked those bodies because they were having a damn good time? And what if that was okay? And if Fluffy, who was a Sheltie mix on your couch, was watching TV with you having a damn good time because all she was required was a lap and a good pet. And what if there is no right or wrong, it was just choice? All that times a gazillion can we create story at all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy shorts, and beyonds. I, like I said, I was been at the show, and I had my laser there, so we're doing laser therapy. And the dogs have to wear little doggles. And if you've ever seen a dog in doggles, Google it. Cute! Or you can go to my Facebook page, and I'm sure the owners have pictures that they've taken of the dogs wearing their doggles while they get their laser therapy. And I had three of the dogs there that were, quote-unquote, doing confirmation. So they were beautiful. They were bathed. They had all their feet done. I mean, they were fluffed and gorgeous, and they had their doggles on. And they were they were a little irritated. Dogs don't wear stuff on their eyes very often, if you hadn't noticed. And they're a little irritated. And my knowing went, hey, because as the group of passerbyers, because it was open to the public, were um, congregating around the table. That I'm like, look, they're looking at you. All three of my quote-unquote confirmation dogs went, oh, okay, I will, oh, they're looking at me. They enjoyed the snot out of it. And they stood there with their doggles on so everybody could admire them in them. Now, the dogs that do the agility and love to run in the dirt and go over obstacles and play with their owners and just have a damn good time, they just hid their heads and them in their owners' armpits like, oh, my God. God, don't look at me, and oh my God, I have these doggles on. It, it was very cute to see the difference. And what if, okay, cool, this dog wants to show off and this dog doesn't. Now, is every dog out in that ring choosing to be out there? No. Are some being quote-unquote forced? Absolutely. Are they being forced because they have the bloodline and they need so many more Oh, I don't. I can't even think of the words. So many more points, or so many more of this, or so many more of that to go on to do this. Absolutely. Um, do some other people recognize this and choose not to put those dogs out there? Absolutely. Do some force? Absolutely. What if we can just acknowledge it, recognize it, ask a question, and what if? And what if it's okay? And what if the animals actually have no point of view about it? Now, would, do they have a preference? Absolutely. Some would prefer to get the hell out of there. Some prefer not to run agility. You could, you, us, us people would assume every dog would love to rock the dog walk and jump over things and play in the dirt. No. Some actually, I don't want to do that either. Some are very happy to lay on their deck in the sun and watch the squirrels all day. Kind of sounds like, um, how different people. And what if talking with or communicating with or relating to animals is is the is the same and is different as it is relating to people? And what if not all standard poodles are the same or not all Samoyeds are the same? And what if those category those categories could be expanded on? Everything all that is times a godzillion can we create and story it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy shorts, ambiance. So let's do this clearing one more time, and then we'll go to break. What have you made so vital about excluding and judging that if you do not exclude or judge would create the future the animal are asking for? Everything that is times a godzillion would destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy shorts, ambiance. I'll be right back after break. Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. What would it look like to choose what your pet requires, which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life. 
Listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on atizen.fm. This is Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper, or more well-known as the Energy Wizard. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at adizen.fm. You can also ask a question by sending an email to drandy at harpersridge.com. Welcome back once again, Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show. We are talking about creating space around the animal's choice. Um, today, next week, um, we're here, I'm here every Monday, 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific, a2zen.fm. We're talking about dentals, anesthesia or anesthesia-free. Um, do you always do one? Do you always do the other? When would you choose? Um, and Dr. Norman, um, DVM, will be joining us. And um, get your questions ready. Um, chat them in, and we'll get the lowdown on um, what could work best for your animal. And I'm going to say it again, and you could ask them what they would like um, in each situation. You can always reach me after the show at facebook.com backslash Harper's Ridge and emails drandy at harpersridge.com. Um, I'm not quite sure. I hope everyone could follow the show. I was just following the energy, and I guess the animals had a lot to say on this on this topic and how much more space they would like around their choices and, and how much space they would like our people to have around their choices. How often have you made yourself wrong? for choosing the animal or going along with the animal that chose you. Um, everything that is, times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, call, nine, boy, shorts, and beyonds. Um, how often are you standing at the dog park and you've brought in your purebred animal and you could feel the judgments of the other people? Why didn't you adopt? They may not say that out loud, or the you know next time you're in, at a facility that ha that they're doing some confirmation stuff in and the judgments from them from those people are why is your mixed dog such a mess and why would you choose that and not have one of these pretty animals um so all of that times a godzillion can we uncreate and destroy it all right wrong good bad pod pock all mine boy shorts ions I'm going to go back to that clearing up here because it seems to be moving quite a bit of energy. Um, what have you made so vital about excluding and judging that if you did not exclude or judge, you would create the future the animals are asking for? Everything that is times a godzillion would destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. I had gathered some information, like I usually do, and then I generally never utilize it. I follow the energy. But there is a group we talked about um and most people are familiar with them and you can always check them on the web and, and see if that works for you. And then there's the ASPCA and there's the Humane Societies and then your local rescues. And you know, go and check them all out. See what um possibly what energetic contribution you can be to each and every one of them if it works for you. And then I came across the National Animal Interest Alliance, NAIA, and you can check them on Facebook or the or the web. And they had a lot of just information, um, a lot of stuff maybe the USDA is doing, um, a lot of it, – it was just very informative without a lot of points of view. It was more matter of fact. So check them out, see if that works for you. Um, and what if we simply are aware of what each and every organization's points of view are and which ones which ones can work for you and which ones aren't going to work for you, which ones will work for the animals, which ones are not going to work for the animals, and what it's going to take to create a space where we can contribute to the animals and the animals can contribute to us without any points of view. What would that reality look like? 
And everything that doesn't allow that to show up in entirety and total ease instantaneously, can we uncreate and destroy it all? Right round, good, bad, pod, pock, on boy shorts, and beyond. I'm probably pushing the energy a little bit with the instantaneously, huh? What if we just started with asking some more questions? And one of them could be, am I judging here? What's my judgment of this here? And if you're um, familiar with access, you can then go ahead and use the clearing statement. You know, what is judgment here? Oh, wow, everything that is, times a godzillion, can we create and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, nine, boy, shorts, and beyonds. And what if you started asking your animals? What if on Wednesdays you always went to the dog park, and one day you go, where else would you like to go? And you drive over to Dairy Queen for some ice How much fun would that be? And what if there's a lot more, lot less judgment, a lot less exclusion, and a hell of a lot more fun? What would that take? Everything that doesn't allow that to show up with ease, can we uncreate and destroy it all? Times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy shorts, and beyonds. And as much as I enjoy chatting with and, and talking with others, um, I've this show with just me has been... Um, it's been pretty potent for me, and it's been pretty cool that um, I was able to get this information out into the world for the animals, and how much of a contribution has it been to them, and how much of an acknowledgement has it been to them, and for all and and to everybody else that listens to this show in the future. Um, and what's it going to take to do more shows like? And what other information can we get out into the world? Um, and what else would the animals like the world to know? Um, that's essentially what got me to the radio show, is them pestering and pestering and pestering <laughs> me um, to get their information out in the world. So what if this is just not me, but it's them wanting all to have this information? Everything that is times, I guess, the only human in Korean distrill. And all the all rights and sure and whatever, lady. Can we uncreate and destroy it all? Times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy shorts, and beyonds. Let's do this clearing statement maybe a couple more times. What have you made so vital about excluding and judging that if you did not exclude or judge, would create the, fu- would create the future the animals are asking for? Everything that is times a godzillion would destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy shorts, and beyonds. And listen to that. It's what the animals are asking for. Not what we think it should look like. Not what we would choose. But what if we take a moment and listen to what the animals are asking for? And would it look like... Would it look anything like what is actually occurring? Oh, boy. Would it? What have you made so vital about excluding and judging that if you did not exclude or judge would create the future the animals are asking for? Everything that is, times a godzillion, will you destroy and uncreate it? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. My music is going to play in 30 seconds. Um, And what if the animals are never the problem we are? One other question we'll leave you with. And until next week... How much fun can you have with your animals? Thank you so much for listening, and I will catch you next Monday. Thank you for choosing to listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show. Dr. Andy will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, just how much magical fun can you have with your animals?